All right, mama, you started your business because you're great at what you do and you want to do it on your terms. Hello, freedom and flexibility. But you're a couple of years in, handcuffed your biz more overwhelmed than ever. You feel like you're not doing anything well at work or with your fam. If that's you, stay tuned. I'm Ridhu Parikh, mom of two, wife of one, former professional organizer turned productivity pro, here to help women like you with growing businesses stop drowning and start controlling all your demands and distractions. Welcome to Productivity on Purpose. Hey, Rithu here. I just got back from the most amazing, relaxing weekend with my besties from college for our 50th birthday year celebration. We went to Turks and Caicos, totally freaking spoiled ourselves, had so much fun. And I just wanted to share because I'm in a great mood and I'm feeling really rejuvenated and excited to reconnect with them. And I wanted to also say that we just got to completely 100% disconnect and relax. We were total lazy asses, just ate, drank, talked, 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 and talked as it was supposed to be. And one of the things that we talked about was what is a new thing you want to do this year? My, one of my girlfriends said, she just asked us, we're sitting in a group, we're out having drinks. She's like, well, what's something you want to do this year? What's something you want to achieve? And there was five of us and everyone had a different response, you know, from how we want to either do better for our families, like whether with whether that meant with our kids or with our husbands, or we wanted to be more charitable or somebody wanted to tone their arms. Um, Someone wanted to get yoga certified. I mean, it was really, it was actually really cool because all the goals were personal turned out, but uh, we all had very different ones. Some were smaller, some were bigger, but either way we were all, there was some way that we wanted to improve ourselves. So before we left for our, from our weekend headed back, on the airport and back to our real lives, I put on my accountability hat and was like, all right, ladies, let's stay connected. Keep us updated. We have our you know text group going on and I'm going to check in on our goals from time to time. Just see how we're doing. Just kind of keep us on track or just check in and see how, how it's going. So although we all had these very different areas of life that we wanted to make an improvement or work on or do something with, they all require one thing in common. The big M, motivation. Freaking motivation. That's what I'm talking about today. How do you get motivated? How do you stay motivated when you want to add something new into your life and you've been trying to do this thing forever? Or maybe it's something new, but you're like, oh my goodness, I always fail on this. I don't stick with my new habits. And this could mean anything from adding a health regimen, right, to lose weight, or maybe you want to add more presence in your life or add more money to your business, add more joy, add more serenity. Often it means losing things like losing the weight or losing clutter or losing unprofitable services in your business. But either way, you're you're kind of adding to a feeling or a result uh, that comes from some type of change, right? And that change is typically in the form of a habit, whether it means I make it a habit of saying no to more requests or clients that aren't good to me, or I make it a habit of getting up and getting my butt to the gym, or I make it a habit of being more present, right? These are all habits. 
So let me take my friend's example here. She she said that she wanted to focus on her child. Um, she had some needs or with reading and some things just to really help improve. Another one wanted to make her husband a little happier in the sense she's always working or she has any other time she's with her kids and she has no time or energy for her hubby. It's not fair. It's impacting their relationship. And like I mentioned, another one, another one wanted to tone her arms. So in all these cases, there's a new habit to be formed. And whether it means I'm going to spend 15 minutes talking to my husband alone every day without the phone near me to I'm going to spend 30 minutes or 45 minutes a day in the gym so I can get my smelt arms, their habits. So what I want to talk about are kind of how motivation and habits sort of interrelate to each other. Is that a word or relate to each other? And I have really just two key messages for you today about motivation. When I think about all the things and areas in my life that I'm unmotivated to do, when I've really failed on the new habits, when I haven't followed through with the tasks and the things that are meaningful to me that I really, they want to do in my life, but I don't, I can distill it down to these two kind of lessons, these two rules, let's call them these two rules. And if I follow these two rules, I can make almost any habit stick because I start with some great little tools for motivation there. All right. So uh, let's, let's jump in. Oh, wait, but actually I want to say one thing <laughs> on a side note. Have you ever heard a speaker or an influencer or someone famous say, there are just two rules for whatever it is, right? Like there are just two rules to grow your business. And they'll say, rule, rule number one, focus on making money. Rule number two, don't forget rule number one. <laughs> it drives me crazy when people say that. Anyway, I'm not going to do that, but it did. It does make me think of that when I'm like, rule number one, rule number two. Okay, total aside, just my own little, little quirk there. Okay, so rule number one. First thing, when you're thinking about motivation, how it relates to habits, how you can get your butt up and do the thing that you've been really wanting to do, but you can't seem to do it, is here's the thing, my friend, my lady, you cannot wait around for motivation unless it's something you enjoy doing. Like, I don't need motivation to sit on the couch and watch Netflix, but again, don't really need motivation for that. Okay. You cannot wait around for motivation. Motivation comes sometimes and it goes a lot of other times. So stop it. Get the idea out of your head that I need to feel like doing something. I'm going to wait around till I feel like it. In fact, Take this line out of your vocabulary. When you want to say, I wanted to exercise, but I didn't feel like it or just wasn't motivated. Yeah, of course. None of us are motivated to do the things we don't want to do. Motivation comes from action. So instead of saying, I don't feel like it, next time you want to say something like, I didn't take an action. Okay, there are usually just these little tiny baby steps of action, but there's something that can get you going once you take that action. So the next time you're irritated with yourself that you didn't get something done, right? Like a habit you wanted to get into place, something you wanted to do for that day, say to yourself, I didn't exercise because I didn't put on my sports bra, right? I didn't exercise because I didn't put on my sneakers. Like related to an action rather than a feeling. Relate that failure or that lack of doing the thing you didn't do to an action 
versus the feeling of I'm not motivated because blaming it on not being motivated is a cop out. I am serious. It is the easiest way out of a goal, out of a responsibility, and out of your own personal integrity. The dictionary definition of motivated is having an incentive or a strong desire to do well or succeed in some pursuit. And having an incentive or a strong desire. So it's so easy to say or to blame your lack of motivation, like that lack of feeling just by saying, in other words, oh, my desire just wasn't strong enough. Oh, well, wasn't strong enough. No big deal. I guess I can't do it. I'll try it again tomorrow. Oh man, that sucks. Couldn't do it. Didn't feel like it. But when you do that, does that make your desire stronger the next time? No, it allows you to have the same excuse over and over and over again, because your desire, your incentive isn't strong enough. Versus let's say you tell yourself, I didn't succeed. So I didn't do the thing. Yeah, I didn't succeed in my pursuit because you link it to a specific action, right? I didn't put on my sneakers or I didn't put the phone away or I didn't put on a timer or I didn't just work on one drawer, right? I didn't work out because I didn't put on my sneakers. I didn't spend time with my kids, my hubby because I didn't put that phone away, right? How much more telling, how much more compelling is that for you the next time you want to succeed in your pursuit? Rather than calling back to the experience of my desire wasn't strong enough because, oh, guess what? It's, it's really not going to be, it's not going to make it feel stronger just because you, you think back to, oh, I didn't feel like it enough. Now you connect back to an actual experience, like I didn't put on the shoes or I didn't put the phone away, right? Now you can actually relate it to an action, So then it actually triggers an action the next time you want to follow that habit or get motivated or or take that next action. Even though your desire, even though your incentive isn't strong enough, you still get triggered to take a simple action when you relate the reason you didn't do it to an action. Okay. I hope that made sense. But again, think about it. Something you're always procrastinating. Get over telling yourself, I didn't feel like it. Now, related to something that you could have taken an action on, that experience, and that's what you'll focus on the next time around. Like, all I need to do is put on the sneakers, right? So it's like one baby little action. My point is, you can't wait around for motivation to feel inspired, to do things only when you really feel like doing them. That's why things get so procrastinated and they build up and up and up and they feel so heavy and so overwhelming. And you start feeling like such a failure that you even start to give up on that goal or on that dream. All because we were just waiting around for motivation as if it's going to come knocking on your door and say, hey, I'm here. Let's fucking go. No, not going to happen. It's not going to say, hey, working on these taxes are going to be the most fun thing ever. Or going on that run is going to be the best part of my day. No, not going to happen. Stop pretending. Stop waiting. In fact, tell yourself the motivation ain't coming, right? That desire is not coming to me. So I'm going to stop waiting around for it. Instead, I'm going to focus on the action because it is action that incites the motivation. So recap, don't wait around for motivation. Just assume it's not coming. Motivation comes from action. So always focus on the next small action. Okay. 
Now that's rule number one. Rule number two, don't forget rule number one. No, I'm totally kidding. Not going to do that. Okay. Rule number two, as I just mentioned, your motivation, it comes and goes, right? Sometimes you got it. A lot of times you don't for that thing you don't want to do. Okay. Comes and goes. So if you really want to do something consistently, if you really want to create a new habit, then don't pick a level of difficulty that requires a ton of motivation. Make it easy enough and simple enough that you'll do it even when you don't feel inspired, you don't have the desire, right? In other words, when you don't feel motivated. So make your action, right? You're going to focus on that one action. Make it super easy. Make it accessible. Make it convenient. Make it small, y'all, especially when you're getting started on a new habit. Examples. If you want your new habit to be about drinking more water, maybe filling up a glass eight to 10 times a day is not happening because it causes you resistance. You got to get up, get out of your seat. You got to remember, you got to go walk to the kitchen, right? It's just, it's not convenient. It's not accessible. So instead, try a water bottle that holds 24 ounces, perhaps even keep two or three 24 ounce water bottles filled up and at your desk or wherever you work. That way, you never have to get up. You never have to remember it. It's right there. You make it simple and accessible and convenient. I even have a smart water bottle that I've mentioned before in another episode. I'll try to find that and link to it, but it's called um, Hydrate and it like flashes and it reminds me to drink if I haven't drank from it. Anyway, but it's it doesn't matter. The point is do something, use some way that makes it easy and accessible, but better yet, better yet, keep your goals smaller. If you typically drink two glasses or one or two glasses of water a day, don't jump to eight to 10 right away. Make your first goal four to five glasses. Get into that habit, let it stick a little bit, and then work your way up. If the habit that you want to create is around exercising or meditating or journaling or all those things they say are so good for you, but you don't freaking feel like it, right? You don't feel motivated to do those things when the time comes around, when it's on your schedule, when you know you're supposed to, stop the all or nothing mentality. If you can't exercise for an hour or make the class at the gym or go for your five mile hike or run, or know that this whole process is going to take you at least 90 minutes to you know, do that whole exercise, then stop telling yourself that that's the only option because it ain't. Remember, if you want to do something consistently, then don't pick a level of difficulty that requires a ton of motivation. Make it easy enough, make it simple enough that you'll do it even when you don't feel inspired, you don't have the desire, you don't feel motivated. So I have a goal of 20 minutes. Yes, embarrassing for some, but it works just fine for me. 20 minutes of exercise. Okay, that's it. 20 minutes, five days a week to do my weights. Like that's really what I'm committed to now. I really know I need to get weights into my life. I've tried the things. I try to do the classes. I try to do the toning. I try to do the online classes. I just never feel motivated. And finally, I'm like, why do I have to do a whole class? I mean, 20 minutes a day. First of all, I'm tired. Like my arms and legs, they hurt in 20 minutes. I'm sore. I feel great. In 20 minutes, four or five times a week, that's like 100 minutes that I would never do otherwise. So that's it. And to make it even more simple and more accessible, I do it in my own house, typically. Once in a while, I'll go to the gym, but a lot of the days, most days, I'm doing it in my house with the weights that sit in our, wait for it, sunroom. Yes, they're not tucked away in a basement where I'm not going to be motivated to go, nor am I telling myself that I'm going to go make it to the gym every day. 
right? I find this to be the biggest excuse with exercising. There's no motivation and we have no time. So let's make it simpler. Let's make it simpler, shorter, easier. And if you're like, I'd love to do maybe this whole journaling thing, but I never have the motivation. And plus, I don't get the time to journal every day and write my heart out and, you know, find another way. There's a daily gratitude journal that you might consider. And it has just a one line. So there's a one line that you write every day. That's it. For the whole year, just write one line to say something you're grateful for. Or maybe you just write one thought or one goal, right? It's one freaking line. So again, please stop the all or nothing mentality. Make it a little bit smaller, make it more accessible, make it simpler, make it easier to get you going on that goal. So if you want to get motivated, take the action because the action always comes before the motivation and make that make that action easy. Okay, so another example, I also started doing these very short videos lately to post on social media and I could like never get myself motivated to do it. Seriously, never. Like it would be on my list every day and every day I'd move to the next day, next day, next day. Just, I just couldn't do it. So now I have this whole podcast little setup, which I'm talking into right now. It's on my desk. I have my new mic. And I also have this stand set up to put my laptop up so I can like read my my notes. I have a light here. I have a little thing to put my iPhone, another thing to put my laptop. Anyway, it's like this whole setup now. So this is so much easier than fumbling with my iPhone or trying to figure out the lighting last minute or just basically giving me every excuse in the world not to do my little videos because now I can use this little setup to do it, right? And by the way, even though I've made it easier for myself, I still don't feel like it. Let's be honest. I, I don't like being on camera. I still like just don't like hearing myself, but I've made it a lot easier for me to do it. So even though I don't have a strong desire to do it, I remember rule number one, just don't focus on my desire because it's not going to come. I didn't change it anytime soon. Instead, I'm going to focus on my one next action. Like uh, I'll write a three bullet points of what I'm going to say, or I can just put on my lip gloss and get my ass in the chair, or I can just like pull two or three lines from one of my podcast notes and use that for my short little video. Right? I don't focus on the feeling or waiting around for a better feeling, but I focus on the action. And then rule number two, I make things as simple and as doable as possible. Or girl, I won't do it. Okay. So I want to tell you actually this is the kind of stupidest or like silliest thing I just used these two rules for um, recently. And that was folding laundry. Okay. I can do laundry all day long but I procrastinate the folding part of it. It just, it's just one of those things. I always want to put it off. Don't know why. I just don't like it. Okay. So I'm never motivated to fold the laundry. So a couple of things to help me with this is one, I focus on an action of it, not when I feel like it. And I make it to make it simpler and easier. Dare I say even more enjoyable. So I'll put on my TV show, like something I, you know, something I want to watch, or even sometimes it's just the news. It's just something that's like, I'm watching something. Okay, this is so bizarre. And then I turn the dryer on for five minutes before I'm going to fold them. So they've already gone through the dryer, let's say earlier in the day. And now I'm sitting down to put on my show. When I get the clothes, I put it on for five minutes. So the clothes come out really warm. They're actually hot. They're like hot. And then I sit on the couch and fold. Even if it's summertime, the feeling of the warm clothes on me, I don't even, don't ask me. Just, let's just, just go with me here. 
it just makes it so much better for me. I just enjoy the experience so much more. So totally random, but I want to let you know how you could do this on personal things too. I'm not motivated for it. So I'm like, let me focus on the next action um, and make it easier and more enjoyable and just simpler. You know, So sometimes it's the silliest things, but they work. So I can't tell you how many times my clients will say, you know, once I started that thing, that thing that I've been putting off forever that you made me finally do, I totally got in the flow or I was so in the groove. It was no big deal. I spent so much longer making it a big deal in my head. I made it so much, you know, over more overwhelming than it needed to be. And then on the flip side, I ended up spending much longer on actually doing it than I planned because it wasn't so bad. I was like, oh my gosh, maybe you just thought I'll do it for 10 minutes. And then I was like, oh, I can easily just sit here and get this, do this for 30 minutes or an hour and knock this, this shit out, right? We all know what that's like, right? We so unnecessarily build up these things in our heads, making them feel so heavy and so overwhelming and then paralyzing us to like move forward in other things and then keeping us in perpetual stress, overwhelm, and making us feel like failures for no freaking reason, So here's the thing. I know that's not always the case. Sometimes, even though you're actually doing the thing that you've been procrastinating forever, you're still counting the minutes, right? Like it doesn't matter. Like things are not going fast. You're like, I just got to get myself through this. I feel like if I have to do anything with my financials, time just lingers on and it's painful, but at least I get the damn thing done. And so will you, my friend, follow these two rules. Okie dokie. So that wraps us up for today. Are you feeling motivated to do something? I hope so. But either way, here's a little inspiration for you. You guessed it, my love. It is time for this week's challenge. Which of the two, if not both, of the motivational rules will you use to get onto a new habit, be more consistent, or stop procrastinating? Remember, rule number one, don't wait around for motivation. Motivation comes from action. Always focus on a small action. Number two, If you want to do something consistently, then don't pick a level of difficulty that requires a ton of motivation. Make it easy enough and simple enough that you'll do it even when you don't feel inspired, you don't have the desire. In other words, when you don't feel motivated. All right. Last thing here. Reminder, if you want more consistency, if you want more accountability and implementing tiny changes for big results, I would love to invite you for a free consultation with me free call right now. One of my amazing business owners is working on systems that she has literally put off for over 18 months while her business has been exploding. But without these systems, she's unable to delegate. She is working like a dog, like weekend. She's working, she's doing all the bad things. She doesn't want her lifestyle to be like, right? So even though she knows what she's had to do for so long, It's only through me holding her feet to the fire and holding her accountable to it that she's actually getting them in place, getting it done. Now, now finally, she can be delegating like a badass, finally having some breathing room in her life again. And girl, this is just something we can do together and so much more in your business and in your life when you have control of your priorities, your demands, your distractions, your systems, and your teams. So... The first step is for us to get on a freaking call, get to know each other. So let's do that. Come on over to lifeisorganized.com forward slash coaching. As always, you are the best for showing up here. I thank you from the bottom of my heart for your time and loving vibes of positive energy. Know that I am sending them right back your way. Here's to getting more of the right things done and embracing productivity and purpose. And I will catch you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.